Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Anxiety in our children. Anxiety in the life of our children. That's my topic. You know, increasingly we are finding young children showing major signs of anxiety and fear and just feeling threatened. You know, kids today are very, very concerned about being accepted. They have a great deal of anxiety that they will not be accepted and they'll be found left alone, left behind, so to speak. So kids have this great deal of anxiety as to this ability to make it socially in their social world. So by the time a child becomes, oh, third, fourth, fifth grade, anxiety symptoms start to show up. And we become concerned about them. Many of our children who are anxious come into our offices as therapists. And we work with them. We work with their parents as to how to help a child overcome the anxiety and moderate the anxiety and manage it so that they don't feel the uh, threat and the discomfort that is associated with it on a day-to-day basis. So anxiety in our children probably 10 to 13, 14% of our children suffer from anxiety. And what I mean by that is that it's substantial. It's real. It's definite. It affects their life. It affects their social life. It affects their academic life. It affects their moods. It affects their ability to sustain attention. It affects their ability to sleep. In other words... High degrees of anxiety are very, very critical in the life of a child and affects all areas of the child's life. But anxiety can be managed and brought under control. And you as a parent can help your child learn how to manage their anxiety, reduce their anxiety, and overcome it. But you as a parent need to do certain kind of things to help. So what I'd like to do is outline several factors, several ways, several strategies that you as a parent can employ to help your child manage the anxiety that he and she experiences in the course of the day. Now, what are these strategies? What are these anti-anxiety actions that you can take to help your child? First of all, here's the, the real one. Help your child recognize anxiety feelings. Sometimes they might feel just sick. Well, anxiety feelings are not sick feelings. They may say, well, they're just feeling nervous, or they're just feeling uncomfortable, or they're feeling mad, or they're feeling uh, upset. Those are all different kind of feelings. So help them recognize what an anxiety feeling is. It's important to identify the onset and, of course, the buildup of anxiety so that corrective action can be taken. So, first of all, help the child understand that they're not sick. You know, they're not getting sick. This is anxiety. This is feeling of discomfort. This is a feeling of fear. This is a feeling of being threatened. It's a feeling of being uh, made uh, fun of when they go into a school situation, for instance. But, first of all, Help them recognize that an anxiety feeling is what it is. It's a feeling, and it's anxiety, and it's not sickness. 
and that then we can start to begin to manage it. So when does a child feel nervous? When does a child feel anxious? Help them recognize that they're starting to feel those anxiety feelings. Okay, let's recognize that, number one. Here's a second one. Help them study or help them research, if you will, the triggering events to their anxiety. You know, anxiety is always associated with some specific event or some specific fear that an, a particular event will happen, such as rejection or that they'll be bullied or that they'll be left behind or they'll not be chosen in a particular uh, activity at school, for instance. Or they're going to be made fun of if they see you know, somebody particular, if they wear a particular type of clothing or whatever. Help them understand, help them research the triggering events to their anxiety. What makes that adrenaline start to flow in their body? And remember, the adrenal gland is located right in the chest area of the body. And it is there to just give a little bit of adrenaline in the course of the day to keep us alert and keep us functioning well. But when we feel threatened or we're in a situation where we're feeling nervous, that adrenaline pumps much more. The adrenal gland pumps more adrenaline into our body, and our body is overwhelmed with adrenaline. And we feel panicky. We feel anxious, and we feel nervous. And that's when a kid might say, well, I feel sick. Well, they're not really sick. They're just getting too much adrenaline to go to school and to pay attention and to engage in the school activities. So... They're feeling nervous and feeling anxious. So research what it is that seemed to be the triggering event for that adrenaline flow. What is the triggering event that creates the fear? What is the uh, triggering event that creates that sense of uncertainty and unsureness and threat? You can identify it. You can help them identify it. Here's a third one. Help them reframe the anxiety situation. You know... We don't look at situations necessarily catastrophically. Kids might. You know, they're going to be bullied. They're going to be overwhelmed. They're going to be beat up. They're going to be neglected. They're going to be uh, forgotten. They're going to be left behind. They're going to be bullied. They're going to be upset. Way beyond their ability to handle it. Kids, in other words, overemphasize the anxiety, overreact, you know, to the anxiety feeling. And they view the situation catastrophically. Help them get it in perspective. It's just another day. It's just another situation. It's just another kid. It's just another event. It's just another day at school. Help them just see it as in a perspective. So don't let them see it into the great deal of fear that otherwise they might. Here's the fourth one. Help them learn how to relax when they feel anxious. When they start to feel anxious, help them learn how to relax. Help them feel the anxiety feelings, but that they can control that feeling. They can control those feelings. They can reduce those feelings if they just learn to relax. Help them visualize that the muscle is like a rubber band. And when that rubber band stretch, that muscle is tense and tight, and we feel nervous and we feel anxious. But help them imagine, just like that rubber band, letting go of it, relaxing it, reducing the tension. <clears throat> Same thing with just deep breathing. Help them just take a deep breath and then hold it momentarily and then just slowly exhale. 
slowly exhale. And they do that three, four, five, six times just to get that sense of relaxation that they have something that they can do to relax and reduce that feeling of tension and anxiety. So help them learn how to relax. Help them think of a word that helps them relax. Help them think of a place that they like to be where they can relax. So they can imagine those events. They can imagine those places. They can imagine those words. They can say those words to themselves. So deep breathing and just relaxing the muscles of the chest, the muscles of the arm, the muscles of the face. Just learn how to relax them and let them go. Whenever they feel nervous, whenever they start to feel nervous, they should begin the relaxation response of the muscle and just let it go and let it relax and let it become at ease. Always help them understand it's like a rubber band. They can let it go and let it relax. That's something a kid can imagine. You know, here's another one. Help the child reorient, reorient their perception. Help them reorient the idea that the situation is not as bad as they think it is. The situation is not as overwhelming as they think it is. The situation is not going to be as hurtful or painful as they think it might be. Help them see it in perspective. Help them see that they've handled that situation before. Other people handle those situations. Give them some guidance as to how they can handle a particular situation. But reorient them to the idea that they can handle it. They can control it. They can manage it. They can moderate it. They can reduce their feelings of tension and anxiety. Give them that sense of hope, if you will, that they can do something about it. Give them that sense of self-control, that self-management idea. Help them to know about that and to feel that, and that they can do, they're not a victim to a feeling. They're not a victim to some kind of a circumstance, but that they can uh, do the things that bring that anxiety under better control, that they are capable of that. Help them see that, okay? And here's number six. Be sure that they don't just avoid situations that otherwise they would feel nervous and anxious. You know, our tendency is to walk away from a situation that makes us nervous. Stay away from a situation that makes us nervous. But your job as a parent is to help them learn how to approach those situations, be in those situations, and not be overwhelmed by them not be overcome by them. In other words, there's just a, maybe a slight withdrawal, only a, maybe a few steps, or maybe just be tentative, or just for a short period of time avoid, but then go back in and handle the situation, deal with the situation. You don't want them to avoid. You don't want them to just walk away. You don't want them to just escape from a situation. You want them to feel that they can handle it but they can handle it in short steps, or they can handle it in small bites. They can handle it in small pieces. So help them stay in there and just deal with it. Face their fears, but gradually, slowly, in bits and pieces, face their fears. Okay? And then help your child engage in what we call the quieting response. The quieting response you can teach the child this, and then they can learn it, and then they can say it at different times throughout their day. Here's what the re quieting response really says and is. Help your child learn this one. Whenever you encounter a stressful situation, you wish to relax, check your breathing first. If it is shallow, 
which indicates tension, of course, just say to yourself, okay, what a stupid thing I do to my body. I don't need to be that way. I don't need to put tension in my body. Then take a slow, easy, deep breath. And then count to five. And then slowly let go of the breath in the count of six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Just help them slowly exhale. Take it in, hold it, and then slowly exhale. And do it a couple times. Do it several times so that they can learn that breathing can be a way to reduce tension, can be reduced to gain control over themselves. And then teach them this. Let their face go limp. Imagine the warm feelings and the heavy flow of warmth throughout their upper body. That's a state of relaxation taking over. That's a state of, of calmness that takes over. Help them just feel that in the upper body that the body just relaxes. And when it relaxes, it becomes warm. It becomes like a calm feeling, a good feeling. So a quieting response is something that a child can learn. A quieting response is something a child can do. A child response is something that a child does at the time of anxiety to keep that anxiety under control. Now, it may not be totally eliminated in the course of a day or maybe at that particular moment in time. But what you're, you want to help the child see is that it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to keep on growing. It doesn't have to keep on developing. It can just be there for the moment. And then you gain control over it, which means you keep it under control. You keep managing it, and you reduce it. You reduce the anxiety, reduce the ill effects of that anxiety, reduce the discomfort of that anxiety, slowly and gradually, so that you have the ability to manage your life, the events of your life. That's what you want to teach the child. That's the idea of what you want to get to the child. The child is not helpless. The child is not without help. The child can learn self-help skills. And that's your job as a parent, to help that child learn their self-help skills, okay? Now, I recommend you go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. Check out my book, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. In there, I have a lot of ideas of what you can do to help a child overcome anxiety, overcome fear, overcome depression, overcome anger, some of the daily emotions that kids experience. And you as a parent, you're not helpless. There's some guidance there that you can get as to how to handle these kind of events in the life of a child. Help them manage their life a lot better. So that's a source for you. www.booksbyhedberg.com Okay, thanks for joining me and bye for now.